Hey guys, welcome back to Sports and Ish with Misty V and Rachel Lee, episode two. Hi, we are excited to have you guys listening in. We've got a bunch of stuff to talk about today, getting to know both of us. We've got some episodes coming up as well. So thank you so much for tuning in. Misty, how are you doing, girlfriend? I'm holding up. We're we in the middle. We're still in the middle of preseason, uh, but I'm alive, uh, so it's good. We're good. How about you? How are you holding up over there? Yeah, same. Had our first preseason game where we got to see each other just a little bit. So I know. So fun. I know. I know. My son has like a major crush on you, so he was like, "Is she coming over to record at our house tonight?" Or and I said, "No, no." <laughs> <laughs> He's like. I know she's a cheerleader mom. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. So cute. <laughs> love my fans. <laughs> He's an 18 year old and in love with Rachel. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure I'll see him soon, but uh, yeah, it was, it preseason was a lot of fun. First game out of the way. Got to see Misty in the stands cheering us on, but uh it's just the beginning, so it'll be exciting to see what happens later on in the season. So how has it been with work and stuff? Have you been, like, crazy busy working on all the guys and everything? Yeah. You know what? I So, first of all, I just want to say I have been on this whole clean eating kick and, like, pushing the water and just doing all the things I'm supposed to do. And then yesterday hit, and, again, preseason – was rolling, everything was smooth, but then yesterday hit and my phone was blowing up. I'm getting messages from agents. I'm getting messages from a coach. Like, can you get this guy in? Can you get this guy in? And I'm thankful I have a mentee because I literally had to shovel some of the work onto her. It just, our office was insane yesterday. And by the time I crawled out of there, like 12 something hours later, I'm like, I don't want fish. I'm going to make a right? I want the I want the juicy burger and fries. Like yeah, I want the good a, stuff. Big bowl of linguine and just Ooh. covered it in parmesan and I'm like I don't care. I had fresh tomatoes, sliced them up, put them on the side. I'm Italian, you're Italian, and that's what happens. That's what we do, right? <laughs> We're hungry. Forget everything. We're going for the pasta. I don't care. The I don't carbs. Care. All okay. about the carbs. All about the pasta. And the wine. I hope you had a glass of wine. Every day. Every day. <laughs> there we go. I love that. I love that. Okay, wait. What's your go-to with wine? Red wine. No. So I am an organic girl. Give me the organic stuff. Because I find that when I drink regular wine, you get those headaches. You don't feel so good. Even if you only have two glasses, like you feel awful. So I go with organic. All right. And I don't even know if I should say the brand, but it is Fitvine. It's actually I like me some Fitvine. Okay. I'm telling you, it's low in sugar and low in sulfates. And I don't feel like crap. I don't get that stuffy nose when I drink it. I don't get a headache. I don't feel bad. Like I can get up in the morning and like kill a CrossFit workout and a three mile run. And I don't feel like I had a glass of wine the night before. I feel pretty good. Yeah, Fitvine is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Well, I'm, I'm a typical, like, I like to do more of the international wines. So I get, like, the Italian wines. Um, those are typically my go-to. Maybe some from France or, like, I don't know. So it's usually, it's usually European-ish international wines. Just because, so this is what I heard, fun fact. And I'm not sure. I feel like it's true. Um, 
that they don't have as much like sulfates and all the preservatives and extra stuff that we do here because we mass produce all of those. Typically, obviously, you see them in like California right. and all that stuff. Um, so that's what I heard. So I like to stick to my red wine from Italy. That's usually my go-to. Um, some Spanish wine maybe as well, but um, I'm a wine owl. I love wine. Unless you're in Florida with me on vacation. <laughs> Um, you already know you know what we do <laughs> it's whatever Publix has you know and, and whatever's on sale at Publix that's what we're drinking over in Florida absolutely <laughs> I also love me a good marg you know yeah, you you remember last year's birthday you turned me on to those skinny girl margaritas we got <laughs> we had two yes. at the restaurant and we left it's like I don't day drink but Rachel was like let's get some margaritas it's your birthday <laughs> absolutely (laughs) and like two were gone and I remember getting up to leave and I'm like why is the sun so bright (laughs) you're like we need to walk it off let's just walk we gotta walk chug some water you know right before you go to bed is like the the walk it off (laughs) but yeah no but you gotta have a good time for your birthday you know Always, every year. It's what <laughs> every year. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Rachel, what I want to talk about, because this is episode two, and I think we kind of touched upon it on episode one, but I want to share with everybody who's new with us, because my friends may not know who you are, your friends may not know who I am, and I just feel like if we get into a little bit more meat on who we are, and especially for people that don't know us at all, because... I hope yeah. the people that have never heard of you and I, and then they can listen to. How have they not heard of you? Yeah. Come on, Misty. <laughs> right, like, hi, hi, I'm Misty V. <laughs> and that's no, yeah. you know. <laughs> I think a lot of people don't know our backgrounds because I think for the most part, you and I are very, um, not necessarily private about it because if anybody asks me about anything, I'm always open to talking. It's just, I don't put my stuff out there. You don't put yourself, you know, out there as much. Um, so yeah, I feel like, um, not a lot of people know, no, um, us. So that's kind of why we're doing this. Right. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. So, Rachel, if we can get everybody into, uh, understanding where you come from and where I come from, I want to go ahead and start with you. And I want you to share with everybody where you come from, who you are. I want to hear about your favorite sports growing up. I want to know who inspired you as a young athlete. Talk to me. I want to hear all about Rachel and her favorite sports. So rewind all the way to the beginning. I'm originally from Buffalo, New York, actually born in Orchard Park. So that's where I grew up. So not right now I'm in Cincinnati. I've been here for a long time, but my hometown is, is Orchard Park where my family still is. Um, I go visit a bunch. It's known for the origination of Buffalo wings, um, which, oh my God, yes, Anchor Bar, if you're ever in Buffalo, you have to go check it out, um, there's like a, every year, it's between Anchor Bar and Duff's, which place has the best wings, there's always, there's wings everywhere in Buffalo, they're amazing, the pizza is completely different, the food there, I absolutely love, like, that's one thing when I go home, I'm like, give me some Buffalo food, but, um, yeah, the wings originated there, Anchor Bar. Um, it's a really fun place. You got to check it out. 
a bunch of, when you're there, there's like just a bunch of crazy stuff on the walls and it's really, really cool. So if you ever go through there, you have to go to Anchor Bar. Um, and so, yeah, so that's, I mean, it's known for the food. It's known for obviously Bill's Mafia, which I talked about last time too. Um, <laughs> the, sports, the sports and then uh, sports, food, nightlife, um, and also just really, really cold. Like growing up, obviously as a kid, you're like, yes, I love snow days. I love, which we honestly didn't really have that much of, but we had a lot of snow. Um, I was just like, wait a minute, East coast, weren't you guys famous for like Northeasterners or is that just like a Boston thing? We don't really have that like Boston, Long Island accent in Buffalo, but I had told them. I meant like the snow, like the cotton. Oh, heck yes. Because you guys would like it we get like two inches here and the world shuts down, but like over on the East coast, they get like a foot and a half and they're like, we yeah, get we so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we get so much. I mean, we would open the door and as a kid, it would be like the height that I was, you, the snow would be, up. it was crazy, but yeah, we're, we're, we get, we're right on Lake Erie. So we get a bunch of that lake effect snow. Oh, yeah. So it gets crazy. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of storms, blizzards, all of that fun stuff growing up. So, um, yeah, it was, it was fun when I was a kid and I didn't have to worry about that stuff, but nowadays I'm all about like sunshine, beach, mountains, all that getting away from, from the the snow a little bit, a little bit. I still like to visit, we go home for holidays and all that stuff, but yeah. So that is, that's what, kind of Buffalo is known for. Um, and I was grew up there my whole life. And then when I decided to go to college, I actually, I was kind of thinking of what I wanted to do. So growing up, I actually, um, I did a little bit of dancing when I was little because my, my older sister, she was a dancer. And so we, myself and my younger sister, we just kind of tagged along and started doing a little bit of dancing, um, which kind of goes into my cheer side of things, but we did that for a couple of years. And then I got, I mean, okay. My dad wanted a boy. And he's got three girls, right? So what is he doing? (laughs) (laughs) So what he did when I was younger, he threw me in every single sport possible, like everything, everything. But I actually loved soccer. That was a sport that I just, I don't know what drew me to it when I was younger, but um, one of my friends was playing and she's like, Hey, do you want to come, you know, come join my team as you know, little, I think I was in third grade or second grade or something like that when I started. Um, so that happened. And then ever since then, I just kind of played throughout, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school. And I did all the traveling and all that stuff. And my dad went with me, um, to all of those things, which it was a lot, but it was so much fun. And I ended up, I mean, I played other sports as well. I did, um, soccer and then I ran track. I played lacrosse. Like I was just, I loved sports. I loved being active. I loved being competitive, like winnings, definitely not the 
end all be all, but I mean, <laughs> you can win. Why not? Right? <laughs> like I remember, I remember one of my, I think it was one of my safeties years ago. He knew I was running a marathon uh, on a weekend. He was like, listen, good luck this weekend running your marathon. And, and remember what Ricky Bobby's dad told him. If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> so I like it. <laughs> we all want to win, right? We, no. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of competitive, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's what I love about you, though. Yes, <laughs> yes. You got to be a little bit, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, please. So, so yeah, that that was. Um, that was my thing, soccer. And I grew up, I mean, Mia Hamm, I had her jersey. It was like one of the coolest gifts I got for Christmas for my grandma. Um, yeah. And then actually, so I went to Ohio State. I was kind of figuring out if I wanted to play soccer in college or what I wanted to do. And I was like, you know what? I know that I am not going to be the next Mia Hamm. And honestly, when it came down to it, I was like, okay. I need to figure out long-term what I'm going to be doing and I need to focus on school and all that fun stuff, you know, being a responsible kind of adult. Um, so I was thinking about my career and that aspect and I was like, all right, I don't want to move or go to college an hour away because my family would follow me every single day. <laughs> but... <laughs> Literally, my dad would be there every weekend if I was an hour away. Um, <laughs> so that you're not home every weekend because you're only an hour away. True. Um, <laughs> so I was like, okay. I started visiting a bunch of different colleges, and I knew I didn't want to be too far away from my family because I am a big family person. Um, so I was like, I think I'm going to get homesick if I'm like halfway across um, the state. So I'm like, I need to be kind of in the middle where like my family can't visit me and all the time, um, just here and there, but I can get home for holidays. So I ended up, which I never thought Ohio, um, from Buffalo, New York. Um, I was like, Oh, I went to an Ohio state. Um, Ohio, I went to Ohio state for the weekend, um, did a little tour of the business school. Cause I knew I wanted to get into the business school and I went to a Ohio state football game and that's all it takes. Misty. That was <laughs> it. I was sold. Like, you go to a book game, you're like, this is my home. <laughs> I was like, this, this is awesome. Well, like done and the story. Um, but it, it was, it was, I mean, I looked at other colleges as well, but it's a five hour drive from Buffalo. I knew I wanted to get into the business school. So I, um, decided to go to Ohio state and my family came and visited me here and there, but not too much. Um, and then after Ohio state, I, decided to, and did an internship in Cincinnati, decided to move to Cincinnati. I didn't know anybody. Like I knew people from my internship <laughs> for work and all that fun stuff, but I did not know anybody um, when I moved to Cincinnati. And you know, Cincinnati, for anybody that's lived or is from Cincinnati, it is very like clicky-ish type of city very. as far as like- For a small they, city. Yes. Like what, right? So they ask you like, Hey, what school did you go to? And this is the joke. Everybody says that that's here, but they're like, 
what school did you go to? And I'm like, oh, Ohio State, like, you know, no big deal. Like, where'd you go? They're like, no, 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 no. What, um, what high school did you go to? <laughs> like, oh, all of our infamous schools here. I was like, well, I don't think you would know what high school you went to, but, um, but a lot of people know Ohio State from it being so an hour and a half away. So, um, so it, it was fine. It's just funny to, to see that that is like <laughs> the thing in Cincinnati. So, yeah, so I, um, I got in, I got, I did an internship and I, um, worked for a bank as my first job and I worked in wealth management. Um, and the reason I kind of got into that was because growing up, my family had a small business and I kind of got to see like the ins and outs and like super interested in all of that stuff. And oh, also yeah. just like, you know, you and I talk about this all the time, like, being independent, being able to, you know, financially and, um, being able to financially support yourself and just make your own decisions and continue to grow your career and all of that stuff. So, um, I was, when I was thinking, you know, back when you're, 16, 17, 18, trying to decide. And they're telling you, Oh, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? Like, you know, exactly what, what you want to do and like, what, what's going to make you happy and all that stuff. I'm like, Hmm, 100%. Um, I have no idea. Um, but I knew that I, I really enjoyed math. Um, I really, <laughs> I know, right. Why do you not? <laughs> numbers are just my no. thing. <laughs> I remember numbers. I loved algebra growing up. I don't again why I don't know, but I just like it clipped in my head, like the numbers, all that stuff. Remembering, like I'm trying to think of like the worst. What was what was your worst subject that you hated growing up? Yeah. <laughs> So we friends growing up because I would have helped. I would help you. And you probably would have helped me, right? I, I was literature. I was writing. I could read. I could write for days. Like I could write novels for people, but math, no, never. See, I feel like I, I love writing and all that stuff now, and just like you know, working on yourself and just joining oh, yeah. and doing whatever. But I feel like when I was younger, I dreaded writing like <laughs> they're like you need to write an eight eight page paper and I'm like oh my god no I don't have the time for this <laughs> I want to go out and play <laughs> I felt like I felt like though growing up that students who were great in math and loved math usually weren't great in English and it was vice versa it was never you were never usually Me and you girl <laughs> You were never, ever great at both. You were, and, and it shows on your ACTs and your SATs because you oh, can, for an English or literature, you'd be like, oh, I am amazing. And then you see math and be like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. What did I do? <laughs> yep. Yep. So again, we just, we, we needed to know each other sooner. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I mean, that's that. So math was my thing when I was. Yeah, it still is, obviously, but that's kind of why I was like, okay, I need to get into, you know, personal finances and learning about all this stuff and how to handle your money. You'd think that they would provide that to, you know, as a high school course or something like that. But yeah. I'm like, right? I'm like, um, 
So I need to know this for myself. I can help my family. I can help other people kind of think through that. And, um, you know, like I've mentioned with a family business, kind of seeing that side of things and being able to help plan other people in that same situation. I was like, this is great. Like, this is a perfect personal, um, you know, personal interest as well as I can make a career out of this. So I did that. I, I did the internship. I loved it. And then I got hired on afterwards and moved to Cincinnati. And like I said, I didn't know anybody. So I was like, how the heck am I going to (laughs) make friends? Like, how do you make friends? Um, and then with that, so with my job, right. When I moved, I had to do all these licenses and get, um, get through all of that before, um, like right after college. So what I ended up doing is I started my job, but then I had to study. So I wasn't able to meet a ton of people. So uh, that's kind of where the cheerleading came about. I actually knew of some girls that I went to, um, that I went to high school with and they, so there were the Buffalo Jays and they were the cheerleading squad cheerleading team of the Buffalo Bills. They no longer have a cheerleading team anymore. But at that time, I knew a couple girls that ended up, they either were on the team or um, in the past, or they were currently at that time. And I was like, oh my gosh, how cool. Like I, okay, I'm a music person as well. I love music. I love to dance. Like I'm that girl at the grocery store that's like, jamming out to if there's something like in my headphones or (laughs) something that's playing and I like it like I'll just (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh so like music I love music um so I um was thinking about it and I was like well if these girls if I know them and and they were able to to do cheerleading for the Buffalo Jills why don't I just try out for the Bengals. Like, why not? It, I'd meet girlfriends. It'd be a lot of fun. I have a little bit of dance background. I did cheer a little bit as well for two years in high school during basketball season. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. It's probably not that difficult. Not that time consuming. <laughs> biggest lie you told yourself. Biggest, biggest lie. <laughs> this will take no time. Oh my gosh. It is so much more, but so rewarding and so worth it. But yeah, I was like, oh yeah, no big deal. I'll just try out. Uh, yeah, there's a whole process. By the way, the tryout process, there's like three cuts. It's like a long long um tryout process and a lot of hard work that goes into it behind the scenes with the girls learning all the dances and everything like that plus then preseason during the season oh my god it's crazy we won't get into all of that now but um there's a lot so that's kind of like how I got into into cheerleading and Cincinnati and all of that and I mean I've been doing it for five seasons on and off um due to, you know, work, um, and things like that, that I've had to kind of step aside. And then I've loved it so much that I keep coming back. Um, no, it's, it's a lot of my last year and then 
right. But honestly, I mean, I've been to Mexico a bunch um, with cheerleading. I was able to go to London for our game um, that we we were there a couple of years ago, which was so awesome. Um, and then the Super Bowl, which I mean, heck yes, we're gonna go again this year, right? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, not Got it. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun and just this whole journey of getting to Cincinnati and being able to meet you and all of that. It's just been it's been amazing. It's truly truly a blessing so i'm happy to to be in cincinnati cincinnati never thought i would be here honestly never thought i'd be in ohio i'm glad that you are we're here (laughs) that you are so love it okay now now let's rewind and let's talk about you so tell me your background and all that fun stuff Um, oh man um, well, I'm a little bit older than you, so mine would, would take a lot longer than yours. So I'm going to mine down. <laughs> yeah, shorten it down, please. Uh, so born in Texas, but my family's not from Texas. My dad was down there for a job. Uh, all of my siblings were born in Ohio, except for me. My dad took a job. I'm the youngest of five. So bam, I was born in Texas. Everybody was like, why were there Italians in Texas? <laughs> What? Okay, but we're in Texas. We're in Texas. Galveston, Texas. So I grew up basically okay. on Surfside Beach, um, growing up thinking that that's what beaches and oceans like. With, as I actually saw a real beach with like white sand and blue water, I'm like, wait a minute, we got gypped in Texas. This was not okay. You're like, there's something wrong with this. But yeah. at least you didn't know. And so you got to enjoy that, right? No. Because I was like, <laughs> the best day ever so so then we came mm-hmm. to ohio because dad um he, well he worked for the state of texas he ended up taking a job back here uh actually in ohio <clears throat> at a trucking company like he was going to go on the road a lot and we're like okay so we come back to ohio and i've never experienced snow or cold weather so we get here in the and there's snow and my mother's all concerned because we don't have like pants <laughs> we don't have coats we don't oh have my God. Stuff to cover our ears. So I remember like mom had us enrolled in school in like no time. And I remember like we had nothing to like keep us warm from like the elements. And we were like, where every all the kids were staring at us like, what's wrong with those kids? Like they are not dressed properly. Uh, we're from Texas. We don't we don't know what's going on. Oh, no. yeah. Just, as a kid, like I will never forget the smell of like my uncle's coal burning stove in the living room. Like <laughs> it was huh. just like coming from texas like we didn't even have a need for like heat so it was like oh why do you people put this in like a burner it just goes all night like then then we were introduced to chores to go out and get the coal so now we're like out of five in the morning before school school like loading up these buckets of coal to like heat the house i'm like this is like the nightmare of my you're like get me out of here get me (laughs) actually happening uh so anyways Fast forward, uh, again, I was just a kid. Um, Growing up, I would say that I come from a very large family and like my dad had like 14 siblings. um, Stop, 14? Like I have so many first cousins, it's ridiculous. And that's just my dad's side. So my mom's side was a little bit smaller, but it's like we had so much family and- uh, Dad's side, is dad's side Italian or mom's side? Part, like mom's mostly Italian. Ah, cool, cool. We, uh, 
we came here and it was like getting introduced to cousins and like more family. And it was like, who are these people? <laughs> They're like, Oh no, we love you. And I'm like, no, wait, we don't know each other like that. What? what? But anyways, so growing up, we ended up having like the best family reunions and like growing to love your cousins, like siblings and, and, and becoming very used to Ohio. So uh, anyways, the, the women in my family, I'm talking aunts, uncles, um, cousins, um, like it just, it was like this whole atmosphere of the women in my family weren't doing a lot of career stuff. The women in my family were happy to uh, raise children, stay home and just bake pies and share recipes. And nobody in my family was really doing career stuff. But I was always the dreamer. Growing up, it was like, I remember going to a yard sale with my mother and I saw a business law college textbook. I'm like 12. And I'm like, I'm going to buy that book because I somehow yes. thought if I purchased this book, I will be so much more than the women in my family because I have a college textbook already. So it was like, that's how I grew up. But um, so anyways, fast forward, uh, I graduate high school. I find a way to get through college. Um, actually, I have a, a two-year degree in broadcasting because I loved loved radio growing up. So growing up, if you were a radio DJ, you were popular, you were famous, you were somebody uh, back when radio was like all the rage. And I remember thinking like, I'm going to be a radio DJ. So of course I ended up getting a two-year degree in broadcasting until I found out what broadcasters actually make. <laughs> and I was like, the work oh. that you have to put in, I'm sure. And the time wow. and all of that. Ugh. All of it. Like the people who were selling the advertising space were pulling in and like, Cadillacs and all the expensive cars and like radio DJs were like pulling into like the beaters that were barely put together by glue. Like I remember thinking like, so maybe that's not the career I want. <laughs> maybe I should just go back to the drawing board. So I ended up going back and working towards a marketing degree, uh, which is where I landed. I did marketing for so many years. And um, I think as, as you start to see in the professional world, so many people uh, start to hit happy hours and they're doing all these things to like get away with the stress that they're dealing with in corporate America every day. And I remember thinking like, I can't just drink every day. So I started running. Um, I'll rewind a little bit, by the way, growing up, my favorite sports was tennis. And I just want to say, yes, I say the name Andre Agassi. Any woman my age is going to be like, yes. <laughs> Andre Agassi, let's say it one more time. But, <laughs> but anyways, so I became a runner and then I ran two miles and then five miles and then 10 miles. And before I knew it, I was running distance runs and distance marathons. And when I say distance, you're talking more than the, the usual uh, marathon pace. Now you're talking that you're doing like 30 mile races and you're doing like 45 mile races. And I'm like, yeah, this feels good. Like I'm charged oh from corporate America and what nothing matters now. And I'm not drinking every day. Like those people I'm out running distance. And then all of a sudden I ended up very, very injured. Yeah. I ended up getting two years in and out of PT and seeing my ortho and they did all these tests. They're like, we can't figure out why, like, just maybe you shouldn't run anymore. And I remember looking at this guy and I wasn't trying to be judgmental, but I'm looking at a, a, a staunchy guy and he's a little bit thick and clearly not athletic. And I asked him, I said, have you, have you ever felt what a runner's high feels like ever in your life? Have you ever just somehow ended up at mile eight and you pick up this euphoria 
And all of a sudden you land somewhere at mile 18 and you don't even know what happened, but you're so happy and that space is clear for you. And all of a sudden you've, you've completed what 10 hours of sleep couldn't possibly do. Like you were on cloud nine. And he said, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) So I left his office depleted, ready to cry. Like I have no answers. I can't run distance. I can't run anymore. He's basically (laughs) me. This is the end. So a very good co-worker of mine, she said, all right, I have a suggestion. There's this person I've been using and seeing, and she's amazing. She's actually a precision neuromuscular therapist. Now she's, she doesn't accept health insurance. She's self-paid, but Misty, she's kept me going for so long and she is so easy to work with. Just tell her your story. And I said, you know what? Two years of PT, I'm going to try anything. I've done chiropractic. Give me anything. (laughs) Give me anything. So I call this woman, get into her. 90 minutes with her, it was hell. Like this appointment was painful and 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 I'm just much needed. All of my clients right now who are watching this are like, ha, you, you deserve this. Yep. <laughs> but it was a painful 90 minutes. Me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a painful 90 minutes. I was twitching all over this woman's table. And she said, Now do me a favor. You're not to run this week. I want to see you again next week. And then when I see you on that next appointment, I want you to try running, but nothing this week. And I said, fair enough. I get off her table and I knew immediately something had changed. My body felt better. Walking to my car, my hips were better. And I thought, mm-hmm. maybe I'm just feeling hopeful. This could be the thing. Anyways, go back to her the next week. Another 90-minute torture session. I took it better on the second time, much like my clients do. And <laughs> I took it better on the second appointment. She said, now, tomorrow. I want you to run three miles and I want to hear how you feel. And I said, you got it. Like I'll even count my cadence for you. I've got this. So I go out and hit my three mile run. My cadence was the best it ever been. I'd never had a cadence so sharp and on point. My hips never felt looser. My feet were landing how they're supposed to. My knees and arms were in sync. I was like, am I just amazing? Where has this been? Where has she been for the last two years? So in any matter, I made it a point to see her at least every four weeks. I continued my distance running. I was back to my usual stuff. And every time I showed up, she was just bright and happy and smiley. And she got to wear whatever she wanted to work. And she had a personalized plate on her Lexus that read pain relief. So I remember one day I said, I'm going to ask you something. What's it like to be you for a day? Because I've been in corporate America for years, and, and in fact, that's why I run so many miles, to get away from the stress and, and the people and the conversations. But you're so happy, and you're so light. What's it like to be you for a day? And she said, it's not even a job for me, Misty. I come here every day, and it doesn't feel like I'm coming to work. And I said, I'm switching careers. <laughs> that is it. Done. And it's done. I literally looked into school, went back to school. I asked if I could do advanced courses. While I'm in school taking advanced courses, I literally applied to PNMT and I, I emailed the guy and I said, listen, I'm not medically licensed yet, but I'm on course to do so. My, my mentor actually studied underneath you and she's been the one training me as well. Like, can I go ahead and start these courses now? And he said, I'm going to let you in the program. So while I'm in school doing these advanced courses, on the weekends, I'm traveling to Springfield, uh, Missouri. I'm in Champaign, Illinois. I'm going wherever I have to do to get this precision neuromuscular therapy courses knocked out. So by the time that I graduate, I'm certified there. I'm now medically licensed. I apply for a Kentucky licensure, Ohio licensure, eventually licensed in Florida. Yay. And I open my own practice. 
So then I thought, okay, I don't expect to make the kind of money I made in marketing. Like I had a career, I was paid by corporate America. There's all this money. I just want to be happy. I don't care if I ever make that kind of money again. I'm going to be happy like my mentor. I'm going to smile every day and people are going to like coming to me because I'm happy. So the odd thing happens within six months of being licensed. uh, First of all, I specialize in running. That's a major thing that I do. I actually have the ability to make runners faster through soft soft tissue manipulation. So I had so many runners in my office nonstop and then I end up with my first NFL player. He then tells another player about me. That player then tells three more about me. And I'm like, holy cow, like I'm kind of scared that I'm a little bit inexperienced um, for NFL athletes. Like I don't want to mess this up. But they were coming to me and they were loving it. And they were like, I, I felt really good out there. Do do whatever it is that you did last week. Like I feel really good. Do that again. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this again. And then within eight months, I get a call from our soccer team, our professional soccer team. I got your number from somebody at the Bengals and we'd like to talk to you about coming in a few days a week. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Who gave you my name at the Bengals? Isn't it crazy? (laughs) How that all works out. It's like, like how you found me through who? So anyways, I ended up uh, meeting the the folks with the soccer team. I ended up spending almost four seasons with the soccer team. We'll get into all those conversations later. Trust me. We're going to have so many conversations. So many. So many conversations with soccer, but I had an amazing um, almost four seasons with the soccer team. Great learning experience. I also kept my private practice going. So I continued to work with NFL, ended up getting contracted with the Browns when any time that they visited Cincinnati. And now I have close to half the roster of the Bengals. And then now actually I have over half uh, of the roster of the Bengals, but we'll get into all that later. But that's how my career uh, took off. Um, I love sports. I love absolutely everything that I do. And I can honestly th- say that when I come to my job every day, it doesn't feel like I'm going to work every day. I show up. I'm just as happy as my mentor ever was. I get to see all these people. My biggest thing is that it's a relationship-based business. And oh my gosh, I made the career switch. Here I am. So, and I will say like DBs are clearly my favorite, but now I have a ton off the offensive line. I've learned a lot about uh, what goes on in their world as well. I got to go to the Super Bowl with the guys as well, because again, I work with over half of the roster. So they were like, she's we going need to, you. <laughs> she's got we to go. Here. She's a major part of our week. We're bringing her on board. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, that is how I ended up here. Uh, I've spent seven years in professional sports now and, uh, Man, we've got some stories. I love stories. But it's so funny. So you mentioned how you wanted to be in broadcasting. When I was younger, I wanted to be like the next singer. Like I thought I, like I said, I love music. I was like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a singer. Like, really, Rachel? Come on. But you know, you're young, you're a you know, all that fun stuff. Um, you want to be on stage and grab a microphone and like entertain. Like, So yeah, so, <laughs> I'm not a singer. Um, I like to think so, you know, singing, <laughs> singing in the car. Oh my gosh. If you drive by me, I will be jamming out. I am that girl that you look over and you're like, you're having a car service. laughing at <laughs> I've heard, but, I've heard you sing. <laughs> I, I'll, if you have not heard me sing and you're my friend, 
then something's wrong. Then you're not my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Then you're not my friend. (laughs) We're not close if you didn't hear this. Oh my God. I know. It's bad. If you haven't heard me sing, me just whip out a dance move here or there, like, we're not that close. (laughs) I love it. It's fun. I love it. But no, I mean, I, I, you inspire me. And I mean, I've been going to you for so long and it is, it, I'm, I'm so glad that you're happy with what you do, but you're amazing at what you do as well. Like it's all about word of mouth too. And just when you do a great job for people, you know, other people want to come and you are busy, busy, busy girlfriend. So busy, but in a good way, because you're just amazing at what you do. So really sweet. Thank you. Yes. I never knew how far I wanted this to go. When I started doing what I did, I didn't know. You know, it's like that, that thing where you, you've been climbing a mountain and you don't realize how far high you are until you look down and you're like, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how it all happened. When I got to the top, I thought to myself, how did I get here? I, I didn't see this coming. Like I was having so much fun along the way. And I enjoyed every step of the process. I didn't even know how, how I ever got that high, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> I'm not mad at all. Like, right. No. And sometimes you just don't realize it too. You sit there and you kind of have to look back and be like, oh my gosh, I, I just came how far? Like what just happened? I came how far and how far I can keep going and you just keep pushing through and you just continue. And it's so it's so awesome to see all of that. So, so now going back to how I grew up, the women in my family now, of course, you know, thanks to Facebook, everybody. Because <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. Your generation isn't on Instagram; they're on Facebook. And thanks to Facebook, they can see like my aunts, uncles, and um, you know, I'm really bad with Facebook. cousins. They can see where you're at in life now. And they're just like, oh, that's Misty. Look out. Like she's, she's doing this. She's doing that because nobody in our family has, has done anything. They didn't branch out. I, they're all beautiful people. Like they're, they're wonderful people. They've raised yes. families and children, but, but the it's women's different. Yeah. Women it's a different know how to branch out. And I think to see somebody from the family having taken that step into yeah. when, when I, when I call myself an industry disruptor, I, from day one, I knew I would only ever do things my way, period. Mm-hmm. I don't like following somebody else's path or their building plan. When someone shows me what they did, I do want to read about it. I read at least one book a week about uh, any industry disruptor, uh, primarily female, but I read books. I want to know how someone started their business and I want to know how they saw things differently. And I'm not going to follow their path or their plan because I want to do it my way. It's always going to be my way, but I will still read how someone else accomplished yeah what they did. So when I say I'm an industry disruptor, I remember going to school and, you know, you have all these professionals come in and say, well, this is how you're supposed to do it. And this is how mm-hmm. we're going to do it. And I remember thinking, no, there's actually no law that says you have to do it that way. You know, in fact, I think, I think I'm still going to do it my way. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm gonna do is I'm going to build a business and I'm going to show people everywhere, men and women, it doesn't have to be the way that you read it in the book. And it doesn't have to be the way that so-and-so showed you that they were successful at it. It's going to be my way. And I don't want you to do it my way when you build your own business. And when you become successful, I actually want you to see that you can do it your own way, make it your own product, do it your own vision, period. Yeah. And that's just how it's going to be. And either you're going to be successful at it or you're not. And if you're not, 
No, just try it again. Try something different. But the point is, when you decide to disrupt everything, you don't want to do what Massage Envy or Hand and Stone is doing. I literally, my office is set up completely sports-wise. You will not come into my office and hear relaxing anything. We have TVs on walls. We have ESPN playing. We have sports memorabilia everywhere. In fact, when they come in, I'm like, do you root for the Celtics? <laughs> I mean, people are getting a little great, but but the, the point is, is that it's not, it wasn't built to, to be like this whole franchise or what everybody else was used to. And, and if anybody knew ever came into my office, I let them know via email or text, like, don't, don't, don't come into my office expecting quiet time. Mm -hmm. uh, this was actually built for treatments and to fix you for reasons X, Y, Z. And because you're an athlete, that's what I'm focused on. My job here is to put you to sleep. My job here is to let you know what a powerful athlete that you are. And I'm going to show you what you're capable of through my treatments. So anyways, that's what I love to do. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right, guys, thank you so much for being here for episode two. We have so many things coming up, uh, including some incredible guests. Uh, so many athletes that I've worked with in the past and athletes that Rachel's familiar with. We have some major league soccer guys coming up, including my favorite who actually played for a team in Tijuana for many, many years. So you're not going to want to miss that episode either. I think that will be episode three or four. So uh, basically, I want to remind you guys that we are on YouTube. So find the Sports and Ish with Misty V and Rachel Lee on YouTube. You want to give that thumbs up. You want to subscribe. Love everything about us. Give us some ratings. And then you also want to find us on, we are on Instagram with Sports and Ish, Misty V, Rachel Lee again. And of course, you can find us on all your favorite podcast platforms. Yes. Go check us out. <laughs>